certain clips of my intro have turned into a short and it was talking about a few questions and those questions were why the church you know doesn't talk about traumatic excuse me experiences and or they kind of stem away from having those type of hard conversations surrounding um, surrounding it and why don't we, you know, talk about those traumatic experiences at home? Why is it uncomfortable to have it? Just why, 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 why? And I think I'm gonna go ahead in this episode and just we 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 gonna get into it a little and um, probably a lot, probably a lot, because your girl got questions, okay? So, welcome back. This is I Am Dina Podcast, and this is where we talk about trauma, we talk about healing, we talk about love, we talk about all things God, we talk about all things about that journey of how we've hid behind our silence all of this time, and now we are making the decision to speak out, to talk about our truth to be bold, to be confident in it, and to and to be free from all of those things that have been hindering us from using our voice. And this is where we're at. So, if this is your first time here, thank you know, thank you for coming in. <laughs> for coming in. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for watching this. And for, yeah, all of that. Just thank you for your time. And if and if you came back, you know, it was good. That means that you ready. Gang, gang. Maybe not, but nonetheless. So, with those questions that I had and those traumatic experiences, end quote, that I was talking about, I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Why don't we talk about sexual abuse, rape, harassment, ancestry, molestation, pedophilia? Why don't we talk about that? Why don't we talk about cheating? Hmm. Have I heard any services? Have I heard any sermons or messages surrounding cheating? Yes and no, like kind of. Like I know that sometimes the messages don't like necessarily be about adultery or about like cheating in particular, but sometimes certain mes certain messages are hit on it. Like we like it'll be touched on, but that's not what the message is truly about. You know what I mean? And sometimes I think the messages regarding that in particular when it comes to cheating is more so about forgiveness it's more so about uh you know probably knowing who is and is it for you choosing the right one you know 
we, you know, submit submission is probably surrounding that or whatever and just certain things or whatever when it comes to relationships and love and that whole spectrum. But in general, for a moment, just generally, when it comes to the hard conversations regarding abuse, whether it's from the family, friends, work, workplace, or whomever, we don't talk about that. And if we do, can y'all send like can can y'all send me sermons, direct me to pastors or whomever, like whoever talks about it that's in the ministry. Send 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 them. Well, don't don't send a person to me. Send the messages to me. Um. Yeah, send the messages to me. Send the sermon. Send send that. I want to, I, because, like, I really want to know. Like, huh, we can talk about all day about how we need to have faith of the size of a mustard seed, child. Or we can talk about how we just be out here lying and not telling the truth or, you know, stumbling, having stumbling blocks. Listen, falling seven times and God is right there to pick us up. We could talk about the weapons that have been formed and the and those that haven't and and the and the ones that God that presented to us and it still didn't um form against us. We can talk about all of that, right? But I'm telling you, I, I've been I haven't been living a long time. Let, let me bring let me bring the mic closer. I haven't been living in a long time because I still have a lot more years to go, but Hello? Yeah, I I haven't been in a service that has talked about abuse and how to heal from that. I'm going to move the mic back so it's not too loud. I haven't. I haven't. I, Veron, Nicole have not. Mm -mm. And, and then, right? We're gonna rewind back. We're gonna go back to the Bible. Slick. That that's that's how far back we're gonna go. Where there is a timeline when it comes to abuse, when it comes to sexual abuse, when it comes to different patterns. We see all these things from generations before us. Like there are true patterns, whether it's through silence, the action, trying to break trying to break those cycles and those curses so that it doesn't affect us or so that we don't affect the newer generations coming after us to where we can all grow, evolve, learn from it and everything like that. But let, let's start from the Bible because this is I Am Dina and this is surrounding a story, a true event that has happened surrounding Dina slick Tamar but we hear about her twice I'm a random only random because it's not about the topic but is there two Tamars or is Tamar the daughter of David and the one who marries I just read on this where's my bible I mean yeah where's my bible first of all that's why I can't find it because my, hey, my phone is recording. I got a computer. Mm -hmm. 
going to be a quick little pause. But yeah, we're going to go back to the Bible. And when we go back to the Bible, we can just go ahead to Genesis 34 to Dina's story. And in, in certain titles in the Bible, whether you have ESV, NIV, and LV, King, KJV, whatever version on your phone, or even, you know, the actual hard copy. <laughs> um, the title of the shepherd is called Dina's, the defile of Dina or Dina is defiled. That's what it's called. So Dina's rape. And we only hear, we, when you read it, we we hear or read or see if you are visual like if you see things or try to picture from beginning to end what where she went possibly just a little glimpse as to why she was there because she was asked to she she was just roaming around with the city like to meet women other women of the city or whatever to congregate to probably meet other women that's like her to probably have to breed to meet some people or whatever to talk to her mom and midwives and whatnot Leah or Rachel all of them to meet to meet her moms so that we can build a sisterhood possibly who knows but she 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 was out there trying to fellowship with women a man the prince of the city saw her took her whatever raped her okay her, his father, the king of the city, tried the govern of the city, tried to cover it by like, listen, let's go ahead and try to marry her, try to marry y'all off. Okay. And whether it wasn't trying to cover it, it was trying to make light of the situation. Like, bro, like, no, like, even though he raped her, he loved her. Like he, he loves her. Whatever. We're going to get into that too. Touch on that. <laughs> on tough love and what is that supposed to look like and how we masquerade abuse for love and what is really supposed to be. We're going to touch on that. But yeah, all of that and how it impacted the family, what Jacob did, what the brothers did or whatever. That's it. That's it. Some of y'all ain't probably ever heard of Dina in y'all entire lives because we've been talking about Jacob. Because we've been talking about Jacob. Child, we're going to get into him too because we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about fathers and parents and how they're affected and, and everything like that when it comes to traumatic experiences, when it comes to their kids, whether it's a daughter or a son. But nonetheless, rewinding back. From the time that Esau and Jacob was born, we hear about his big brother, probably from like, they're probably like a minute apart, child. We only hear about Esau for like a little second, but not even a little second because the things that Jacob has done to the family, to his brother, in his life, because of his actions, are really reasons why things happened the way that they did. Like everything happens for a reason. We feel like 
you know, there are times where God punishes us, you know, well, on one hand, I'll say that it feels like God punishes us for the things that we have done or for the things that other people has done to us and we have to live, you know, from it or whatever. And we have to go through this whole long, su this suffering, this uh, pain, this hurt or whatever, or we constantly, it's constantly seems like we're in this cycle and it's, and it can never, it's just undone. You know what I mean? It just seems like it's always something. If it ain't one thing, it's the next, like same, same day, different problem, whatever. It just seems like it's always something else. And I will say that, yes, that on one hand, God probably does punishes us the same way that our parents or, you know, our teachers or of authority punishes us for doing some of the things that we're not supposed to do, whether it's breaking the law, breaking some of the rules or trying to bend it so that it can benefit us. It's the same way that God does it too, but he does it in such a miraculous, when I say miraculous is because it's, it's, unthink it's unthinkable. Some of the things that we would never think about how it would like affect us or hurt us, it, it, it unfolds right before our eyes. We can be in a situation for a long time, for years and have have no inclination that it has anything to do because of what I did two years ago or last week. And so you're going through the situation or whatever for years to come. It seems like you're still in Egypt for another 40, 400 years or whatever. And because you're going through this situation for so long, for two, three, an extra two, three years, you forget that you did what you did to that person. You forgot that you broke broke a law, whatever. And maybe, yes, you physically did time in jail. And then maybe, yes, you did do some time and time out <laughs> spiritually, mentally, or whatever. But God punishes us in so many different ways. And it's really because of our actions. If, I'm going to just say it really quick. If Jacob would have just chilled the f out bro he probably wouldn't have experienced some of the things that he did yo that's it and then if he would have just been obedient and went back home instead of trying to hide from his brother maybe dina would have maybe we wouldn't have heard about dina at all and maybe dina would not have been raped i okay let me just calm down deep breath that's what I do with my son when he's a little bit hyper emotional and needs to calm down so that I can understand him so that mommy can know hey I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with you you need to take a breather let's take a deep breath so when you guys hear me when y'all hear that screeching voice when y'all hear hear these I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting excited. That's what that is. I'm getting excited. <laughs> I'm becoming passionate. And it's about to go down. Kevin Hart's voice. It's about to go down. But, um, but yeah, if Jacob could have just chilled out, we probably wouldn't have heard from Dina. We probably wouldn't have known that she was even raped. Um, just none of that. But the fact that we only hear the event that took place, but we don't hear from Dina, 
we don't hear how God healed her. We don't hear about how God, like how God used Jacob to intercede with his relationship with Leah to take like for covering. Like we don't, we don't hear, we don't hear about that. We don't hear about the healing that took place. We don't hear about that particular journey. Then if we want to rewind, okay, so Genesis, Exodus, okay, so then we want to fast forward. Mm-hmm. Let me find this. If we want to fast forward to, to our favorite king, our favorite king, Mr. David, the one that killed Goliath, the one that was best friends with Jonathan, the one that, lo that loved Jonathan so much. If we want to talk about our favorite king, bro, so like, although we also know that even with all the things that he has, well, do y'all, I'm going to ask y'all, do y'all know what he done? What, what he, what he has, what, do y'all know what he did? See what had happened was, but did, do y'all know what had happened? Do, okay. Somebody, okay. Light bulb. Somebody please. Somebody, please send me a message or a certain, some, send me something. Cause it's like something, send me something that has been talked about. David's scandal, bro. You took one of your best friends. You took one of your, you took, you took one of your homeboys out. Bro, you took one. Of, okay, so look, I'm gonna just pause for a minute. I'm gonna pause for a second because it's about to get real, but it's about to get real, and I and I do want to use it as a comparison. Okay, if if my this would be this would be this would have been a great conversation for some male friends of mine. Okay, so. I'll just put a pause. I'm gonna put a pause on where I was getting at, but follow me. I live in Savannah, Georgia. And I know that there's a lot that goes on everywhere in the world. Murders, killings, serial killers, all these, like in certain areas, I know that there are certain crimes or certain uh e like current events that take place that are what you can call i guess popular in certain cities or certain areas not saying that so first of all if you the people that are from here and that live here know that savannah is one of the top haunted cities in in the world well in america i believe but in the world too and um i this is not necessarily like a fact check situation, but I've lived here for almost 16 years. Well, no, I have lived here for 16 years. It'll be 17 in August. And there have been a lot of news reports, a lot of murders surrounding love triangles 
surrounding cheating, surrounding setups. Because men and also women are out here setting each other up in the same gang. There are out there are people out here like really willing to slip like risk their life in their relationship with other people because they want what because they want something that's not theirs or because on one hand people really don't know how to accept rejection and certain declines don't know how to uh accept the word no i'll say that and without you know and without trying to you know because I, I don't know none of these stories i don't know what has transpired all I know is that the headlines and the articles have put it out there that some of these majority and some possibly of these situations have been revolved around setups. And for, like, if you want to be real, if they're in a relationship because of cheating, let's just say that. And because like, you know, uh, a female said no to a dude. So you pull up and you shoot her or you kill her. And I actually saw something recently on the shade room that was talking about that. Like guys are guys are really out here killing females because they don't want to talk to them. And if you just what if you had enough esteem, if you had enough confidence, if you had enough love self-love, if you if you would just because it's giving it's giving, well, if I can't have you, nobody else can't. And you are taking somebody's daughter away. And then there are females out here that are setting niggas up. Oh, excuse me. Well, huh. this is a clean and slick, explicit, like slightly explicit content. But nonetheless, there are females out here that are setting guys up. Because of probably what they know or because of probably what they want or whatever. I, all I know is the these situations that's popping up and happening ain't happening just out of nowhere. It ain't random. That's all I got to say. But um, but back to King David. Like, and this is what I mean. Like, if we're going to rewind back into time, like, these are literally cycles and situations that have been repeated for years and years and we we may serve a mighty god but he ain't never said that he was just gonna stop like he didn't say that <laughs> that i'm gonna just say this is why we are supposed to be in the world and not of it you're supposed to that's it but again, if you wanna if you wanna go back, like to be honest, if King David didn't do some of the things that he did, and if he wasn't, if he really like, even though like, even though you like, we love you so much. 
out here in these streets, like, yes, like you probably was like you you probably was the man walking through. And you probably was that nigga that everybody wanted. But sir, you didn't have to walk around with the stick up your booty hole and be out here to take what's not yours. Like you could have at least admired her from afar. Nonetheless, you did admire her from afar, but you had to take you had to take your homeboy out. You had to take your homeboy out. And because of that, it literally says that God released David's enemies to him. But you know, but I ain't gonna front. There were some enemies out there, but bro, your kids were your enemies. Bro, your, your kids tried to take you out. And okay, your kids tried to take you out. And one of them, like, raped his hat, like, his sister. Okay. Because if you, context, half. But still, nonetheless, like, if, if you, if you're going to claim all your kids, your kids, then your son raped his sister. Do we hear about her? And then when we out here in the church and... We hear all these scandalous, juicy situations popping up on Google, the shade room, spiritual word, like on the news from Texas, Atlanta, <laughs> just to name a few, because I, because. I don't know more than you know that's listening. I don't know more. I'm gonna pull I, I don't know more. I don't know more than what you know. We just know that these events have taken place. And that's it. So y'all can sit here and shame y'all congregation for having a few members that, you know, you know, that love they God sister. That's a female. They love they God sister. Or if they're a God, they, they, they love they homeboy that live next door. And so you shame them. And um, throw stones at them, child, about how this relationship is just of abomination. But so, but isn't it, isn't, isn't like abuse? Okay, maybe it doesn't say that specifically. Let's see. gonna be a, I should put a little okay because I am I'm gonna be quiet so I can do that until I find it
Okay, so this is the Leviticus 18. It's titled Unlawful Sexual Relations. Okay, because um, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need the mic up close for this. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the people of Israel and say to them, I am the Lord your God. You shall not do as they do in the land of Egypt where you lived and you should not do as they do in the land of Canaan to which I am bringing you. You shall not walk in their statutes. You shall follow my rules and keep my statutes and walk in them. I am the Lord your God. You shall therefore keep my statutes and my rules. If a person does them, he shall live by them. I am the Lord. None of you shall approach any one of his close relatives to uncover nakedness. None of you shall approach one of his close relatives to uncover nakedness. Because, well, I added because I am the Lord. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father, which is the nakedness of your mother. She is your mother. You shall not uncover her nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's wife. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's wife. For it is your father's nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your sister, your father's daughter, or your mother's daughter, whether brought up in the family or in another home. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your son's daughter or your daughter's of your daughter's daughter for their nakedness is of their own. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's water daughter brought up in your father's family since she is your sister. Oh, okay, because he's talking to brothers and sisters, mothers and fathers. He's talking to mothers and fathers, daughters and sons, brothers and sisters. Okay, daughter in because I see it is coming. Daughter-in-laws, all of that. He, he talking to everybody, everybody. He talking to everybody. And you shall not uncover the nakedness of a woman and of her daughter. You shall not take her son's daughter, her daughter's daughter, any, no, because they are relatives. It is depravity. And you shall not take a woman as a rival, a wife, to her sister uncovering her nakedness while her sister is still alive. Child, that's a whole nother child. Child, you shall not. Mm. Okay, you shall not approach woman to uncover her nakedness while she is in her menstrual uncleanness. And you shall not lie sexually with your neighbor's wife. So make yourself unclean with her. You shall not give any of your children to offer them to Malek and so profane the name of your God. I am Lord, the Lord. You shall not lie with the women as with, I'm sorry. You shall not lie with the men as with the women. 
it is an abomination and you shall not lie with any animal and so make yourself unclean with it. Neither shall any woman give herself to an animal to lie with it. It is perversion. Do not make yourselves unclean by any of these things for all of these for by all these, the nations I am driving out before you have become unclean and the land became unclean so that I punished its iniquity in the land, vomited out its inhabitants. But you shall keep my statutes and my rules and do none of these abominations, either the native or the stranger who sojourns among you. For the people of the land who were before you did all these abominations so that the land became unclean, lest the land vomit you out when you make it unclean as it vomit out the nation that was before you. For everyone who does any of these abominations, the persons who do, who do them shall be cut off from among their people. So keep my charge never to practice any of these abominable abominable abominable, sorry, customs that were practiced before you and never to make yourselves unclean by them. I am the Lord, your God. right there it said it it said it right there but again like I'm gonna, move, I'm gonna move the mic back but again we um don't talk about it in the church it's and, and what's funny is like we um it's like when the news pop up about a pastor like a really well-known pastor has done some crazy like has done something crazy right we be like oh my gosh like what bruh <laughs> I mean we be like that because we very much so probably did think like you you are this higher not high like not even like you because you are this leader this shepherd we do we as in children of god god's people the the sheep we have expectations that these people these pastors these ministry leaders these people before us that's being brought to our attention are um yes they are human and maybe some of us do believe or probably think that you know they don't make any mistake or we are in some way kind of naive to the fact that not only that they are human but because they put on the like they they come to the forefront in the in their church preaching these sermons the way that they do with so much conviction that we, the sheep, need to change our lives, entire lives. And they and they not even practicing the same thing that they're telling us to practice. 
to answer some of these questions that I had, though, I really do feel like it stems from shame and guilt that that. So on one hand, when it's a leader or when it's somebody that we look up to that, you know, has been an example as a model or whatever, the reasons why they probably don't talk about it or whatever in their church is because of shame and guilt. And then we actually have, we end up hearing messages about how we are supposed to let go of shame and guilt. The very same thing that they are experiencing because of the actions that they have done. And they have very much so have given it to God and repented so that they would not have not do this particular action no more. But once it gets out, it's like, like, like did you confess it to God to, so that he can only forgive you? But, or did you like, did you confess it to anyone else? Okay. And when I say anyone else, maybe it is enough to just give it to your therapist or to give to a person that can like hold your like secret to the grave. On one hand, one on one hand, maybe that is enough. But then on another, it's like like you don't gotta go all out and tell your church everything that you got going on, but or maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. Maybe just be truthful though. Like tell the truth. Be honest. Like don't be out here like mask, like mask, like masquerading. Dang, I said that like three times. Like it, it's it's baffling. Like I'm baffled. Like what? Like don't like don't do like don't do that. Come on. But then we hold that same taboo, same uh, shame, guilt, hurt, regret. We 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 hold all those things in, in the home. And then what's crazy is for the person that was raped, for the person that did share that this happened to them. Abuse, and it can be abuse of any kind. And I'm going to get into emotional and verbal abuse because we put so much, like, we don't put much weight on that because, oh, that really doesn't affect us. Yes, it does. The body remembers everything, but so does the mind. We may not remember, I love Maya Angelou's quote, well, partial of it. We may not be out here remembering everything that was said to us, but we remember how we was felt, how we felt. We remember, we remember being hurt. We, we remember being hurt. We remember how we felt in that moment, whether it was ang anger uh, sadness, um, confusion. And when I, and when I say confusion, like we, we felt like we was confused cause we, we felt like we was crazy, but we was really on point with what we thought happened or what we said, but we have 
but our minds were changed about what it really was and we trust we entrusted in that regret resentment bitterness we felt all those different things because of somebody because of what took place we may not remember what was said to us not all the time because we probably do listen because i remember a lot of things that were said to me i mean to an extent i may not have possible i can say today it probably didn't hurt me the way that it hurt it the way that it did hurt the first time and it might be a sting now but it don't shake me the way that it shook when i was like 16. it don't shake me the way that it shook when i was like 9 and 10. it shaped me a little bit different to move accordingly to take them scissors out, cut some people and cut some things off, and me do that. <clears throat> and maybe I do want to hear from some pastors, some ministry leaders. And like change the narrative. I want I want to change the narrative that like about trauma like like to the point where it can't be talked about because if it's not talked about nobody is healing and if it ain't talked about nobody is really resolving the issues that is happening in the home if it ain't talked about and then not only that why like because you have this expectation that the person that you love would never do this you don't know that you do not know that. You do not know that person's intentions. You really don't. You know, and this is this is not directed to anybody in particular. This is for all walks of life. You do not know. You you do not know. You do not know that the person that you trust would not do such a harmful thing to your kids, to you to your sister, brother, cousin, best friend, or your homegirl's wife. I mean, yeah, wife or husband. Like, you don't, like, you just don't, you don't know. You don't know. And then you wake up the next morning and be like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that happened. When you see handcuffs on them by the end of the night, or when you see them being taken away, or when you see them um, filing for a divorce, when you see them going to court, when you see them suffering, when you see them going through a whole roller coaster emotionally, mentally, physically, like spiritually, when they're going through the spiritual warfare, you do not know. And if you do not have the spirit of discernment, you will never know because you're not paying attention and you're not being aware. You are not for you're not being aware. There's very, very much. So. And then let, let's talk about how the devil know that you ain't talking about it. Because when you're not talking about it, that is when he step in and he start and he start manipulating. He start fiddling around with your brain, making you think and believe that it's something else that is not. And he start planting seeds. If it ain't one 
thing that the devil pays attention to, he knows all of the good and the bad, and he will he will pray. The enemy will pray on the fact that he will pray and play. That needs to be a word. Anyways, he, he will pray. The enemy will pray and play on the fact that you have trust in this thing or person. He will also try to manipulate the fact that like he he will he will set it up. The enemy will set it up for you. Put it on this beautiful silver platter. Make it look so good and you so hungry. You 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 oh, about to be I'm about to be real dramatic. You you done fasted for however long and you come into your last day. And he will set it up for you. Child, he will set it up for you to fall so short. <laughs> and you'd be like, God dang, I gotta start all over. <laughs> And child, maybe not start all over, but he will make you. And then he will put so much pressure on the fact that, dang, you was on your last day and you just couldn't hold out. And that could be towards anything. But he will literally, he, he prays and plays on trust. He prays and plays on lust, love, joy, happiness, peace, patience. Kindness, goodness, he prays and plays with all of that. And he puts a mask on it to believe that, to believe it's still that when it's something else. And then he, and then he plays on the fact that he like, she like, oh, okay. She she a little weak right here. She is she he he a little weak right here in this in this area. She a little weak in this area. She really don't be aware. She don't be paying it too much attention. She love her boyfriend so much. She 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 don't think her man cheating on her. Her man ain't cheating on her. Let me tell her that her man ain't cheating on her. <laughs> Child, been cheating on you for three years. Been cheating on you for three years. You ain't go through that man phone. You ain't go through that man inbox. You ain't go through that man drawers. You ain't go through that man closet. You ain't go through that man car. You ain't busting no tires. Ain't beat no woman up for however long. Okay. Because you done had enough. All right. What? Oh, you ain't no you ain't paying attention at you ain't paying attention at work. Oh, she what? Oh, he working. Oh, he on a schedule. So he work out. So he so he wakes up at 5 a.m. He feeds his he feeds his dogs, his fur babies. He takes them on a walk. He goes, he listen, he he works out for like an hour, you know, or an hour and a half. He, he he go to he go hit up Starbucks or Smoothie King or something like that real quick. Give him a quick breakfast before he go back home. The wash up, get ready for work by eight thirty nine. You know what I mean? What? He paying attention to all of that. He is paying attention. He is paying attention to all of that, and he 
the enemy. Mm -mm. He all up in there. Shaking the table. He he is lit. Yo, spirit, the enemy is at that desk hinting that he, he is at the desk hitting that table and all those papers are flying around like he is Denzel Washington. He is shaking up the room and you not even paying attention. And it's not that you don't even care, but you really do have trust in this person that they're really do like you have this much expectation and you really believe that he or she is not doing these uh, crippling hurtful things to other people and they are and then we're not talking about it and then we're not confronting and bringing it to the table to be at rest and to be at peace so that we can so that we all and the people that's attached to it or to the situation can heal from it and so now we leave we leave the dinas the tamars the varans the whomever you know healing by themselves Going through it by ourselves because we don't want to talk about it. And then not only that, and then, and then not, don't, don't let, don't let the person that has been abused speak up. Don't let them be truthful about what, what, what they gone through. Don't let them speak out about what they've experienced. And then you don't trust and believe me. Okay. I'm gonna put a quick pause right here. I'm gonna I'm gonna let this sit. I'm gonna let this sit. This might be a part two. Because this really needs to be talked about. Like for real. Like, like the person, like the per out of all people that you believe and had expectations for, the pe the the one person that you said that you like have created space for. To be safe, to be protected, to be covered, to be heard. You don't believe them? And they just told you that they was raped? They just told you that their uncle molested them? They just told you that their cousin did this to them repeatedly? And you didn't do nothing about it? Oh, because your cousin would never do that. My brother would never do that. My sister would never. Now, my uncle would never do that to his great niece. My, my boyfriend, your, your mother's, you, there are mothers out here that have husbands or father, have husbands, stepfathers, boyfriends that's out here playing like real, like real life out here, touching on the, Okay. And there's mothers out here that don't believe their daughters, that don't believe their sons. 